Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here on this Friday evening, it's JJ After Dark, John Shostremsky, right here on the fan. So to help us get our fantasy lineups to where they need to be, and I know some people maybe didn't follow directions when it comes to Thursday Night Football and getting your lineup to where it needs to be. Let's welcome in a guy who always has his lineup set. He's always prepared. He's always on time. The great Jason Katz over at FantasyPros.com. Jason, I know you enjoyed that Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams uh, free-for-all yesterday. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it wasn't a competitive game, but it's always good to see uh, the big-time players lighting it up. No question. Speaking of big-time player, Antonio Brown, who was somebody we had on our team, you know, as of two years ago, one of our favorites, not one of our favorite people, might I add, because, you know, he's done some things that he should be ashamed of, but keeping this on the football field, what are your expectations Sunday? First game back, suiting up with Tom Brady. Can he have fantasy impact? So in Tampa Bay, we've got uh, Rob Gronkowski. We've got Mike Evans. We've got Chris Godwin returning from injury. Uh, Scotty Miller's been playing well. Leonard Fournette's been catching passes. So where does Antonio Brown fit in? That's the question. Well, if, if his one-game stint on the Patriots last year with Tom Brady is any indication, I believe he commanded uh, eight targets in that game, and, and he played just, just a, a small percentage of the snap. And I, don't, I don't have it in front of me. Tom Brady, for some reason, he loves Antonio Brown. They're like best buds. I don't know how this happened, but, I mean, they're living together. I, I firmly believe that Antonio Brown is ready to go. He, one thing that you can't criticize, criticize him for is he always keeps himself, himself in tip-top shape. So there's no question about his physical fitness to play football. Will there be rust? Maybe. I really don't think so. I think he's getting thrust right into a, a not an every down roll, but maybe a 40, 60% snap share, and that is more than enough to be worth a spot in your fantasy lineup. Jason, it's always fun to try to figure out a running back carousel. And I know it can be incredibly frustrating for fantasy owners. And last week, Miles Gaskin got a whole lot of touches into his first game. He got a couple of dump offs, he scored a touchdown, but now he's hurt and he's going to miss a couple of weeks. Matt Breida, who they brought in from the San Francisco 49ers, is also hurt. So I'm going to give you two guys. I could claim one or the other. Jordan Howard, who's been in the doghouse all year. The intern, Patrick Laird, who was the fantasy revelation last year. Who would be the guy, Jason, at least for a week or two, you'd be adding in that Dolphin backfield? If you're taking a shot on anyone in the Dolphins' backfield, I think the only guy worth throwing a dart at, and again, this is this is mostly a guess, it's not with any degree of confidence, is uh, DeAndre Washington. Because he's the only one that has any real juice in that backfield. 
mean, we know what Patrick Laird is. He's never going to be anything more than just you know what we saw last year in the best case scenario. Could, could he handle uh, 25 snaps or 25 touches at a game once in a while? Sure. I, I definitely prefer Laird to Jordan Howard because if they had any interest in playing Jordan Howard, we would see him on the field. They signed him. They played him a couple games. Didn't like what they see. They deactivated him. So I, I'd be shocked if it's him. I would say it's Laird and Howard will be active. Maybe in there in the goal line, which would be frustrating. I'd say it's Laird and DeAndre Washington. That'll, that'll be the primary guy. Jason is a Cowboys guy. What are we thinking about anybody who is a skill position player? We know the diminished value has been there. It's been obvious. But now we're talking about Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush at quarterback. What in the world does that mean for the likes of Zeke and Cooper and Gallup and Lamb? I mean, it's amazing how so many of these guys now have been insanely devalued. It is incredibly frustrating, obviously, as a Cowboy fan. Just as a football fan, because there are so many matchups. Like Even down the line later in the season, we're going to be deprived of Dak Prescott versus Ben Roethlisberger versus Lamar Jackson. Like, like we, we lost those games that were going to be fun, high-scoring games. Uh, this, this team is, is the worst team in the league without, without Andy Dalton. Without Dak, they're bottom five. I mean, with, with, with Dalton, they could beat the Jets for sure. But I, I do believe that with the quarterbacks they have now, they would lose to the Jets with Sam Donald. That's how bad this team is. They have scored one touchdown since Dak Prescott went down, and it was in garbage time against the Cardinals. I firmly believe this team is scoring zero points this week. I would not advise starting any Cowboy. The list of running backs and starting over Zeke this week is probably 30 guys long. Do not start him if, if you have any viable alternative. There's just nothing there. It's so disappointing. Our fantasy guru, Jason Katz, he joins us each and every football Friday right here on The Fan. Okay, Jason, before we get to uh, a bunch of start-sit questions from our Twitter following, which has been on fire. I mean, they were into it tonight. They are sending me questions like crazy. Let's get to your matchups of the week. You must play, you must sit. Let's start at quarterback. This should come as no surprise, but we're going to Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger. I know Carson Wentz struggled a bit last week against the Cowboys, but that's because Carson Wentz isn't actually good. Big Ben, very good. Uh, it was undefeated. Ben coming off a couple of lackluster uh, fantasy outings, but this is exactly what he needs. A date with the Cowboys, one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. They're allowing 19.2 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks, but I think Ben's going to shatter that this week. Just They're, they're just going to dominate. You're in on Ben Roethlisberger. Who are you fading? I'm fading old man Drew Brees. He's been quite consistent this season, which is a testament to him. He actually has a solid floor in fantasy. So, obviously, if you're looking for a floor play, you've got some injuries, you don't need to go out of your way to avoid Breeze. Uh, he's got multiple touchdowns in all but one game. But I really don't like the matchup on the road against what I think is the best defense in the league. The Bucks are allowing just 15.2 fantasy points for you to quarterback. They've allowed 11 passing touchdowns in eight games. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw, like, a 220-yard one-touchdown performance with, like, a pick or two from Breeze. All right. Let's get to running back, Jason. It's tough because you got some bye weeks now working into the mix. But who is your must play at that position? You got to pick somebody. There's a lot of guys worth playing that normally wouldn't be. Uh, this guy, obviously, most people know to play. It's Chase Edmonds. We know Kenyon Drake is out. The last time we saw Edmonds as the primary back in Arizona, he was the overall RB1 against the Giants back uh, in 2019. And he's the primary back this week. The Dolphins are allowing 26.2 fantasy points per game to the running backs. So Chase Edmonds is an RB1 this week. I like it, considering Chase Edmonds on one of my teams. What running back do we not like here in Week 9? I mentioned this guy before a little bit, or at least his backfield mate. This is Ronald Jones. I really do think that he has looked fantastic this year. He's played really well. He looks better than Fournette for sure, but we cannot deny what happened last week. Ronald Jones fumbled, 
It wasn't really his fault entirely, but after that, Bruce Arians said, nope, no more you, Leonard Fournette show. Here are Jones' snap counts in the past four weeks in order, going uh, oldest to, to newest. 69%, 56%, 43%, 24%. You noticing a trend there? He's just really difficult to trust this week. We moved to wide receiver, Jason. And, you know, some of my favorite wide receivers who I loved going into the draft haven't done a whole lot. I mean, I think about Amari Cooper. We know what happened there. Kenny Galladay, our dude, he can't stay on the field. So who is the wide receiver you have circled for week nine? Doubling down. We're going back to Pittsburgh. Deontay Johnson. I, I bring him up specifically because I know everybody's frustrated. You start him, he gets hurt early, or he doesn't produce like last week. You bench him, he's the wide receiver one. I'm just trying to caution people from not being on the wrong side of the zigzag here with Deontay and not overreacting to last week's dud. It was a tough matchup against an elite Ravens pass defense. Now he gets the Cowboys. They're allowing 1.75 touchdowns per game to wide receivers. Don't overthink it here. He's the wide receiver one in Pittsburgh to start him. Who are we fading? Oh, well, we preempted this a bit before, but uh, we talked about it already. But my, uh, my fade this week is the Cowboys, uh, all of them, every, every single one of them. I don't mean to. I feel like this is becoming a common uh, trend here, Jason. You know, I feel like week after week, it's like fade Cowboys skill position players at all costs. It's so it's so unfortunate because this was literally the best offense in football for a fantasy perspective, and now it is the worst. It's a one to thirty-two turnaround, and you've got so many guys that were that were really strong plays in Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup, even Dalton Schultz, and now nothing. I mean, you can, you can, you can drop C.D. Land, you can drop Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper is just barely a, a fringe flex play at best, but I wouldn't start him. All right, Jason, we got a bunch of Twitter questions. You ready? A little rapid fire? Let's do it. First one comes from Nick. Tight end, Noah Fon against Atlanta. Your boy T.J. Hawkinson against the Vikings. Who are you starting? Uh, I've never been a T.J. Hawkinson fan. I always thought he was kind of overrated and whatnot, and I, and I still think that, but we're looking at a, at a guy who's, with 16 targets over the past two weeks, he's got uh, he's got six or five games rather of at least 50 receiving yards. Scored a touchdown in four games. Kenny Galladay is out. I know they're gonna, they may they may be without Matt Stafford, but I do think ultimately he will get cleared to play, and that makes TJ Hawkinson all, all the all the more of, of, a, of a strong strong play. So I'm going to go Hawkinson. Jason, this one comes from Chris. He needs to sit one of these three running backs: Zach Moss, Philip Lindsay. Hines from Indianapolis. It's full PPR. Who's sitting? Moss, Lindsey, Hines. Well, Moss is the first one I'm putting in there just because uh, he split snapped evenly with Singletary last week, and I think they want to push him. So it's between Lindsey and Hines, and the PPR kind of makes it tough. I mean, Lindsey had a nice run last week, but uh, he's still not really uh, a big part of the offense. He did play 45% of the snaps, but he touched the ball, uh, what, seven times last week? It's, it's I mean, the matchup for Lindsay's better. I just, I, I have a hard time trusting him. Jonathan Taylor's looked terrible this season. I mean, it, it's not just uh, bad luck or, or whatever it is. He, he legitimately looks bad. I'm not Are we taking an L on that one, Jason? We both loved him preseason. We taking an L on Jonathan Taylor? I mean, you know what? If, if we end up having to take this L, and again, I'm not closing the book on a rookie after, after a half a season, but it's trending in the wrong direction. And you know what? We'll have learned our lessons with Wisconsin running backs if that happens. It'll be the last time that I ever trust uh, trust one of them after the Monty Ball disaster and, and now Jonathan Taylor. And, and I never thought Melvin Gordon was, was, that, was that good. It took him a couple of years to, to figure it out. So I'm going the knee lines here. I got another tight end question for you. And it involves a guy who's near and dear to my heart. 
Mike Gesicki, Eric Ebron, PPR, one's got to start. I mean, before the season, I would never, ever said this, but I mean, Mike Gesicki has caught exactly one pass for eight yards in the past two weeks combined on four targets. He's not a part of the offense. I know last week, too, didn't really have to throw it all because Jared Goff looked giving the ball to the wrong team, but I, you can't trust Gesicki. Meanwhile, Ebron, the last two weeks, trending upward. 13 targets total, 10 receptions, 98 yards. You got a touchdown. He's actually had at least 40 receiving yards in five out of seven games. So you got to go with Ebron. Final one, Jason. Hardman, Chenault, Sterling, Shepard. One's got to play half PPR. Who is the Jason Katz choice? Easiest one of the week. It's staying right here in New York. Sterling Shepard. I mean, this guy is just so disrespected. I, he was dropping some weeks because he was going to miss three weeks with turf toe. He's a good receiver. He's the Giants' number one receiver. He came back immediately right back into his old role. Eight targets, ten targets, six catches, eight catches, 59 yards, touchdown, 34 yards, no touchdown last week. He's their number one. They're against the football team. They're not the greatest matchups, but it hasn't mattered the last two weeks anyway. He has eight for 74 against Tampa. That's a great performance. I love throwing Shepard. He's a legit wide receiver three every week. My man, Jason Katz. FantasyPros.com helps you set your lineup each and every football Friday right here on The Fan. Jason, fantastic work. Uh, let's find some winners, my friend, and we will chat and do this again same time, same place next week, okay? Halfway through the season. Looking forward to it. Hard to believe, brother. Hard to believe. Enjoy your weekend, all right, bro? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.